Get ready for your weekly dose of talent strategies and tactics from industry leaders to help you attract, select, and retain your top talent. You're listening to Inside Executive Search with Steve Yakish and Scott Peterson. Executive Search Podcast. My name is Steve Yakish, and this show is for business owners, board members, and executives exploring strategies and tactics to attract, select, and retain the very best. If you are not feeling 100% confident that you have a plan to attract the very best, keep listening. This podcast will help you get there. That said, welcoming in Mr. Scott Peterson from Verseek Search. Good to be back again this week, Steve, as we dive a little bit deeper into uh, retention. Yeah, so our last podcast, we reviewed a couple retention topics, including uh, alignment and job culture and career, along with onboarding and orientation. So this week, Scott, you're going to provide your guidance, wisdom, and expertise for the listeners on uh, the importance of pure executive groups, mm-hmm. along with uh, revisiting uh, executive compensation as it specifically pertains to retention. Right. right. Everything that we're going to talk about, this is going to help make that retention process uh, much more robust to your organization. Perfect. What do you want to start with, compensation or peer groups first? You know, let's go compensation. All right. Compensation it is. So... We put together a, a strong compensation package and going back from, I don't know, episode maybe three, four, five, I forget exactly what it, which one it was, but you got your base, you got your annual, you got your long-term incentive, equity, perks, we've, we walked through that. So we, we got them, we landed our candidate. Yep. So he and she is happy and they accepted our offer. Uh, talk to us around the importance of comp from a retention standpoint. Yeah, so you don't want to ignore um, the you know the compensation component ongoing. Now, is that something you're going to worry about in the first 30 days? No, probably not. Um, but it's something that you have to always be cognizant of and making sure that you're looking at what your competitors are doing in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Are the competitors adding something unique to their total rewards for their executives? Sure. So, um, Usually this is a human resource compensation side of the organization that's mm-hmm. looking at this, but make sure you're on top of that. But in addition to that, what if in six months, uh, the, the executive that you brought in was there was a scope change in what they're responsible for. Sure. Uh, instead of having these five areas of responsibility, now they have seven or eight. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, does that mean that they should have additional compensation, additional uh, maybe equity, those sorts of things? Well, the answer is maybe. Sure. Um, but let's make sure that we're addressing that with the with the um, with the executive, mm-hmm. um, because what you what you want to avoid is you give them this additional responsibility and accountability, um, and nothing comes with it, and now they start to question the organization. Sure. Right. So um, I think it's just important to continue to review their their kind of their scope of responsibility along with alignment with their compensation package. No, I think it, make a ton, makes a ton of sense. And like you said, it, you don't have to probably not even in the first year, but maybe that executive really surprises you and they, they take on that much more. Um, so yeah, I think you, you do have to revisit right. it. And, and candidly, if you don't, you just build up their responsibility. Well, in essence, you're building up their resume right. for others to get a key executive that's even bigger and broader 
And if they're bringing them into their organization at a, you know, they're probably going to be offering them a larger compensation package. So not that you have to match it, right? But you have to acknowledge the right. additional scope. Correct? You just have to be aware of, yeah. of the situation. You know, again, it may not be a planned event. Um, think about, you know, at the executive level in your peer group, what if one or two executives leave the organization and, you know, those, those they're, the, what they manage or what they had to uh, deal with internally has to be dealt by somebody and that might just fall to this new person um, that came on board. So just be cognizant of it, be aware of it um, and, you know, address it um, head on versus letting letting the executive sort of just think about it and um, uh, not thinking that no one's paying attention uh, yep. to, uh, in the process. So is it fair to say just maybe some key gates or milestones, obviously revisit it on an annual basis yeah, for sure. um, or if there's a significant scope of responsibility increase and or key changes within the organization, those are probably three good reminders or gates to yeah. say, hey, I should revisit this and take a look? Absolutely. And okay. then just making sure you're aligned um, on those processes and, and making sure you're, you're, you kind of bake that review into your company. Perfect. All right. So can we move on to peer groups or anything else we need to talk comp wise? No, I think, I think compensation, you know, along yeah. with our first episode um, and, and the touching point, uh, touch points here, I think yeah. we're, we're uh, I think we've, we've hit that one pretty good. Perfect. All right. So executive peer groups, what are they and why are they important when it comes to retention? Yeah. So you think about when, when you, when you drop a new executive into your company, you, so you certainly have your peers within your organization. Let's, let's say you're a CFO and you drop in into the company. Um, we, you also find it very difficult. Who are you going to talk to about significant CFO type issues if you don't have an outside peer group that can give you some of that sounding board? Um, hey, we're running into this situation at our company. Uh, it's a financing issue. We're trying to raise capital to do an expansion. What have you done? Um, uh, CFO peer group, right? Mm -hmm. And so encouraging those executives to go find an outside peer group um, of like kind of companies, size, complexity, mm -hmm. um, to again, to be able to use them as sounding board. That goes across every executive level, whether it's the head of human resources, uh, CFO, CEO, um, and there's a ton of different groups you can get involved with. Some are um, larger than others, um, and some are more in-depth and, and get together on a more regular basis, but something that you should encourage that executive mm -hmm. as they're coming in to find one of those and help them, uh, encourage them to do that. Yeah, I know here in the local market, you know, we have like allied executives and I know they're very good about, you know, getting you into the right group, whether it's a key leader group. So CFOs and other key functional leaders are all in one group. And then there's also, you know, kind of that CEO business owner groups and they do a good job. and. And, you know, some of the national firms like a Vistage, I think, has right. the same. Well, I know they have the same type of programs as well. But I think another benefit is just to, you know, have that network of people, not only on your key leader, to use your CFO example, but you're learning in those peer groups, you're learning about other businesses and other issues that they're having outside of your scope right. of responsibility. Right? You can bring, so yeah, ready. you can bring more value back to your organization because yeah. you're, you're getting... It's almost like, a, you know, think about it as a little mini MBA uh, team that you're with mm -hmm. because they've got how many, how many years of experience that, um, that they can help bring to you, but you bring to them as well. Yeah. So I, it's just um, something that 
um, again, provides a retention tool. Um, they get they get questions answered. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't get frustrated because they're not allowed to go do this out of the organization, yeah. right? Um, they need to be encouraged to do it. They need to be given time to do it, mm-hmm. um, and and as part of the whole process of retention. Yeah. Well, I think it's especially critical if if a company's made a decision to, you know, hire. Or we'll just stay with your CFO example. This is their first time as a CFO, oh, so yeah. they've made the stretch from you know, a controller or VP of finance into a CFO. I mean, now you're you're really arming them with, you know, the background for them to be successful in these right. peer groups and, and also bubble them up to, you know, the, if you got a kind of a finance um, executive on your board of directors, right. you pair them up with that person, you pair them up with a peer group, you're probably going to have a success in the role, but then, you know, as we're talking retention, right? Yeah. I mean, when you get, when you take that first role into the new executive position, you only know what you know, <laughs> um, and you're talented, otherwise you wouldn't have gotten the position, but to be able to um, arm yourself with a team of people that you can go to and network with and bounce ideas off of, I think is critical. Absolutely. Well, cool. Well, next week, um, we will be talking about uh, recognition, rewards, the importance of work-life balance, and it's not just for, you know, kind of that, that staff level. Executives need that balance too, right? Right, for sure. Um, so that will be our topics for our next podcast, but this one is, uh, we'll call this one a wrap on episode 14. So as always, if you need to get a hold of Scott, uh, check him out on either LinkedIn or Verseek.com. And if you like the podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe to it. And you can find it on all of our, all the major podcast channels, or there's a link on the executive leadership tab in on Verseek.com. You can find everything there. There you go. I think I covered it all, right? That sounds good. Yeah, we got it everything. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks, Scott. And uh, we'll talk next week. Sounds great.